0: Sometimes you won't know what a person has accomplished or overcome until you get the chance to hear their story. I've realized that being grateful takes being intentional, and it's inspiring when you learn what others are grateful for. Welcome to the I Am Grateful For podcast. I am Hope Lavender. I Am Grateful For hopes to encourage people to think about what they're grateful for despite hardships and difficult situations, to choose to look past the negativity and the temptation to spread it by facilitating an atmosphere of gratitude instead. We aren't denying that life is hard and unfortunate things happen, but we are hoping to share the joy of knowing that nonetheless we can still find something to be grateful for. On this podcast, you will hear stories from people from all walks of life about the places they've been, the decisions they've made, and how those decisions have shaped them into the person they are today. So let's jump into today's episode. Hey, Bryce, thank you for joining the I Am Grateful For podcast. I'm super thankful to get this time with you. You have been such a dear friend to Mitchell and I this past few years. Um, I think about how we had some mutual friends who were like, hey, like we heard that there's a campus ministry in Tallahassee and we're from the campus ministry in Tuskegee and we just want to use our spring break or just to come and hang out with a new group of people so can we come visit you guys and from that like we were able to build really great friendships and we're like well we can't not go visit you guys now we gotta come to Tuskegee and just how Mm -hmm. we got to meet you there and um now you're in Tallahassee doing grad school at FSU congrats I know there's a combo program with FSU and FAM and engineering and um yeah we're just so glad that you're here but for the audience that doesn't know you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and share some about Bryce and who you yeah. are?
1: Yeah, of course. It's, it's so good to be on here. Um, I was looking forward to this interview. And uh, let's see, a little bit about myself. Um, so I like to tell people off the bat, Chicago born, Atlanta raised, um, born in Chicago, grew up most of my life in, in Atlanta, Georgia, south side of Atlanta and McDonough. And um, yes, I did go to the illustrious, prestigious, amazing Tuskegee University.
0: Okay, um, okay.
1: Majored in aerospace engineering. Uh, we're the only HBCU with the aerospace program. Um, of course, alluding to the legacy of the Tuskegee Airmen. Um, so there's a lot of pride that comes out of that if you come out of that program. And um, yeah, I do music as well. Um, trying to do that on the side, but I really want to get into that more as far as production. So I do produce. um, And yeah, now I'm here in Tallahassee with you guys uh, at FAMU, Florida State College of Engineering, getting my PhD. So uh, it's it's definitely been a journey. And it's just kind of like interesting how like, it's like a really small world. Like you said, like you met some of my friends and you came up to Suskegon, I met you guys. And now I'm in Tallahassee with you guys. So it's like, it's really kind of cool how that all came and played out. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. It is insane how the world's so small sometimes, even though we're so far away and you talked about being able to be at this illustrious university for our listeners who are hearing about HBCUs for the first time. Can you let us know like what that is and Mm -hmm. a little bit about your experience?
1: Yeah, of course. So uh, HBCU stands for historical black college or university and the really amazing thing about Tuskegee is there's a lot of history in Tuskegee, founded by Lewis Adams. You know, you heard the great Booker T. Washington, and just so many people that's come out of Tuskegee. The Tuskegee Airmen, of course. So yeah, it's it's an all black college. It's really just giving. It's a unique experience. I think my experience, like I had, I had an idea coming in, but I got so much more when I like when I was there, when I came out, like looking back, like, wow, like it was more than I thought it was going to be. Like you think, oh, it's just like all black people. So it's like everybody's going to be the same. Like, you know, like black people are not a monolith, you know, where there's so many different aspects to us. So like being there at Tuskegee, being on campus, like it's people from all over the world. Um, People from Africa, people from just all different parts of the country. Like we have alumni pools all over. So You meet people from New York, uh, Atlanta, like Cincinnati, Chicago, Texas, LA, California, you know, places everywhere. Um, there's a guy from Alaska. (laughs)
0: Alaska.
1: Wow. I was like, what you doing here, man? But he's from he was from Alaska. He was black. And I was like, Okay, that thought to you, my brother. (laughs) But um, but yeah, like it's it's an amazing experience. And I think there's just really like growing up, um, going, my high school was mostly white. So, like, coming from that to HBCU, it's like, wow, like, it really, it really was something different. And it's, it's just, you feel that empowerment because it's a small pool of you guys, but, like, everybody's there. That Everybody wants to be successful. Everybody's helping each other out uh, for the most part. Um, and, you know, it's kind of crazy because coming in, I was kind of nervous um, going into the engineering program because like I said, being at uh, my high school, I'm pushing myself. I'm taking honors classes, AP classes. So I'm typically one of the only black people in my class. Uh, so a lot of my classmates, they're talking about, Oh, like, where are you going to school? Like, Oh, I'm going to Georgia tech, or I'm going to Vanderbilt. I'm going to Clemson. I'm going here. I'm going there. And then I told them, like, you know, I'm going to Tuskegee and then they're like, is your is your uh aerospace program even accredited? So it's like wow. they're already kind of like doubting me. And it just made me doubt myself. And when I went there to visit, um, they're like, yo, like this is legit. Like we have great relationships with aerospace company like Lockheed, Martin, Boeing, NASA. Um they all come down and recruit at Tuskegee because a lot of these companies, they want diverse talent. Um so you gotta go to where the diversity is. So like a lot of times, the, like every year there's a career fair um, at Tuskegee, and that's one of my favorite times during the year because it's free food and it's networking. And you get you a job and you get you a plate at the same time. <laughs> and like you go to a little networking event, it'll be you know they'll have like a bunch of food, and after the event you network and like take 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 some food. Like it's it's we gotta get rid of it, and it's like full boxes of pizza left over. People bought Chick Fil A, Zaxby's, uh, Jim and Nick's barbecue, and I'm just somebody bought Panera. I said, "Oh, this bougie! I'm boo- I'm gonna be bougie for the week." Oh, like,
0: okay.
1: I'm loaded. I'm like bags. I'm taking it to my car. I'm like, we eating good this week, y'all. Like, I got food for the rest of the week. You know, what I'm saying like that college struggle. You know, uh, so I don't have to go to the calf all the time. But um, yeah, just uh, the it's just oh man it's really, I could talk about so much, like so much has happened. Um, I feel like I, when I go, when I went to Tuskegee, I found, I really found my faith there as well. And that's mm. something I'm really grateful for. Um, meeting people like, you know, you met Nathan and Cortland uh, and Gabby, those guys being like, just building a friendship with me. And it's, it's really an answer prayer. Cause coming out of high school, um, I knew that I wanted to find my own relationship with God because at that point I feel like I didn't have one. It was just like, you know, shouts out to my parents. Like they made sure that I was in church and they, they poured into me, but there just comes a point where like, you can't lean on your parents. You can't lean on, uh, the people who raised you or, or guiding you. You have to like, find, find it for yourself. And, um, I was able to find that there. And I'm so blessed because I feel like, uh, because I got saved my freshman year. Um, I feel like that kept me out of a lot of trouble. You know what I'm saying? Kept me out of them streets. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like, and I was able to make my mark on campus. Um, it re- if you let if you let it, it, it brings out the best in you. Um, it, it matured me a lot. And it just made me appreciate being Black in a whole new way. Cause just being comfortable in my own skin like you're, you're looking, like everybody around you is black. everybody is um, striving for greatness and doing great things. You look at alumni that are doing great things. Um, the history of just people bef- way before us that are doing great things It's like you're you're there like like these people walk the same ground you're on like I like one of my most memorable moments was me and my friend Josh uh, he was in the aerospace program with me. And one day he was telling me like, yeah, like there's, uh, the, Tus- the Tuskegee airfield where the airmen trained is still an operating airport to the- today. Um, so you can go there to have the museum there, but he was telling me there's another air airfield that's abandoned that the, um, airmen, uh, trained at. And it's, it's not at that field, it's at another field. And we were trying to feel like one day we got to go find it. And, um, we found it on Google maps. You just, it's not labeled. You just see it. Like you see, a on the maps, you see like a landing strip and we went there and you see like military bunkers and things like that. Whoa. Um, and we, it was, it was private property. We kind of snuck in, don't tell nobody.
0: Um, <laughs>
1: but like we, we walked the, the, the whole, uh, runway and it's wow. just like that moment, like, while like the Tuskegee Airmen were here training, um and we walked from one end to the other end and it's was just like moments like that like it's like so many hidden gems in tuskegee like if you if you pass through it you you wouldn't even know you passed through tuskegee like it's a big old forest um the university is kind of in the cut but it saw me like little hidden gems and the people that are there that just make it that much better so yeah
0: Thank you for sharing just about how not only was it an experience that helped you overcome like people's perceptions and assumptions of like, hey, is this, is your university even accredited? Like, mm-hmm. that's such an yeah. important thing with getting a job. And
1: and a crazy thing about that, my senior year, we had our senior design project. We had to build a drone um, for Boeing. It was funded by Boeing. And my teammates were at Georgia Tech and BYU in Utah. And we had to communicate um, via, like, WebEx, Zoom. And we had to work together and build a drone together. So it's like, wow, like, it's kind of crazy. Like, coming in my freshman year, I was skeptical. I was like, how would I stack up against, like, other top engineering universities? In my senior year, I'm literally working with other engineering students, and I'm I'm leading the – like, I'm helping lead the project. So – it's kind of like, it comes around full circle, like never doubt. It's not about um, people under underestimate HBCUs. And um, of course, like we don't have all like the the great facilities all the time. And we might not have all the resources, but like it, this education that you get is, is one of the best you're going to get. And they're going to push you. And because it's like a small school, like everybody's helping each other out working together. And I feel like I was able to really thrive. Um, cause I, I went to visit like other PWIs and no, not to, to those schools, but like, I went to visit those schools and I just felt really overwhelmed. I felt like I'm just a number here. Um, and not even talking about race, it was just more like, it's just thousands and thousands and thousands of students here. Like, how am yeah. I going to, how am I going to survive here? But like, at Tuskegee, ski. It literally felt like family. So I think because I was comfortable, I was able to thrive.
0: That makes a lot of sense. Like being able to see go to these other universities that are predominantly white and seeing like, it isn't even a race thing. It's man. There's just so many other people and it can sometimes lose that personal family touch that you were able to get through your college experience at Tuskegee where it was family. And you knew that the recruiters cared about you and they came out and they wanted to hire you because they saw that you guys were top talent and that you know exactly that you guys are passionate about the fields that you've chosen to study. And mm-hmm. just being able to let that experience, not only on the academic and the job side, really fuel you to to be creative, but even those those hidden gems that you mentioned of being able to like walk around and be like, this is history. Like I'm literally yeah. on a landing strip that the Tuskegee Airmen trained on. Like this is part of U.S. history. And I get to yeah. share that just because this is a part of the culture of my university and where it's yeah. come from and its roots. Right. That's really right amazing. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. And and with that, I can imagine like being around people that are all trying to be successful and have different areas that they're passionate about. Do you feel like through your time at Tuskegee, you mentioned music a little earlier to, um, mm-hmm. today, you feel like Tuskegee helped bring out some of that passion some more or kind of led to maybe networking with people that kind of helped you want to get more into music or how did that start?
1: Well, I would say like, yes, Um, I would definitely say yes, just because like you're you you never know who you meet like you you, you're in class math class with somebody and then you find out oh they do poetry or they paint or they do music and it's like wow like you're just surrounded by like creative people I get a lot of energy I feel creative when I I get inspired and I feel inspired to create when I see other people uh creating and um (laughs) Nathan he took a piano class at Tuskegee and um he was telling me about it and I and I end up registering for myself just just for fun um So a shout out to Miss Shuford, you know, for putting up with me and my foolishness, (laughs) but, you know, take it. I took piano for like a year and a half. Um, but just me and my, my journey with my faith, like, I've just, just kind of run into different artists, like, you know, being in Atlanta, like that's like the, the black Hollywood, so to speak. So you run into a lot of different artists. So, um, I'm big on Christian rap, uh, or CHH, Christian hip-hop, and so, like, a lot of artists that I listened to, I was able to meet over the past few years, just going to different conferences and concerts, like, because they're kind of small, they're more intimate, so, like, after shows, I get the, I get the, I got the opportunity to, like, I'm talking to, like, my, like, my personal favorite artists, like, having a conversation, it's so, like, you know, like, a lot of times, it'd be like, oh, you just take a picture, like, all right, bro, like, just, you know, get the picture, and I got the dip, but no, like, they, like, sat down and, like, just little, you know, 10, 15 minute conversations I got to have with uh different artists and how they started. And it just really pushed me to like, wow, like I can do it too. Um, mm-hmm. I just got to take it more seriously. And I was getting really frustrated with myself um, when I first started because I just felt like my sound wasn't there. And You know, I wanted to like get to this goal, but I didn't want to go through the grind to get there and embrace that grind. But then, then I started asking people like, just how long have you been doing music? And they're like, bro, you know, I've been in the game for 10, 15 years since I was a JIT or, you know, like, so it's like, dang, like they're, they're successful, but look at their role. Like we don't see the role they took to get there. So it just kind of made me like go to God, like, okay, God, this is what I want to do. I feel like you've given me these talents, um, but you got to work through it just like, Just like with school, just like if you're an athlete, like it doesn't just, it looks like it happened overnight, but if it looks like that, that means there's like years and years put behind it. Um, So I started taking it seriously my um, junior year at Tuskegee because I used to play football. I was going to play football at Tuskegee, but I decided not to just because trying to do engineering and be an athlete is is tough. Um, But I was like, I need something else to like, outside of school to get myself into. So I just started, like, taking music as a hobby. And then, you know, like I said, just being around the right people and getting to talk to different artists and uh, them telling me their story kind of inspired me to, to start my own journey with it. So, yeah, that's kind of how I got into music.
0: Thanks for sharing about your journey with music. It's amazing how, like, being able to be in a space with people who are creative, but also be physically close to a city where, like, art and music and so many performing arts are thriving. Uh, I yeah. never heard Atlanta heard uh, called the Black Hollywood. So I'm like, yeah, I just like something. Hollywood. I'd never heard that before. But I could see how helpful that would be if there's your favorite artists are going there and performing. you like, hey, let's drive over from Tuskegee to Atlanta. It's not that far of a drive. Like, we right. can go see this concert and then get there and have really personal conversations with these big name artists that you respect and looked up to and seeing that, seeing that they are willing to have a conversation and talk for 10 or 15 minutes. I can't imagine that the imprint that that had to leave on you and inspiring you to want to keep going and just being like, okay, this is, this is something that it's going to take time, but I love it and it can only get better with time. So yeah i really um admire just how you've really embraced just like how much you love it and and you've made a couple of um eps already right like i know you shared one with me recently like what was that journey like and oh man do you have anything new coming
1: oh yeah so i guess i'll promote myself a little bit so i do have some music coming uh 2021 we come in we coming in hot um i got an ep coming out next month and then I'm trying to drop a beat tape um, with another producer um, that's been mentoring me. It's crazy. Cause he went to HBCU, he went to Clark. Um, and I was introduced to him through somebody else, uh, another artist that I knew. And I just like, I, I was like, yo, can you please, like, can we get some time? Like and he was open. He was like, yeah, bro. Like he invited me. It's crazy. Like it's all God. Like, like if you really he gives you the desires of your heart if it lines up with him. Like, Because I was looking, I was like, I just need somebody to kind of show me the way. Um, and I met him through a friend. And he invited me over to his house. I met his wife. I met his family. And uh, oh. he has like a home studio. He was like, yeah, like like nobody showed me the ropes when I was coming up. And I want to mm. like give back. And he was like, yeah, so we can, if you ever want advice. And I just kept up with him, reach out to him. He's busy, but I try to get with him as much as I can. So we're trying to work on it. We're trying to work on some music together um but yeah like I'm I'm just now starting to like I've been making beats for the past two years but I'm just now getting to a place where I'm comfortable like putting stuff out because now like I but it's just been like like I said like under the radar just working on my craft like developing my my talents and now I'm like okay like I want to start shooting my shot shooting my shop more like those artists that were talking to me two years ago now like i want to approach them like hey like let's do business let's let's network let's let's make music um i feel like i'm at that place where i'm gonna start shopping myself out and uh just trying to get creative with people so i'm really excited for this year yeah yeah
0: that's really exciting i'll definitely add a link to your um ep in the show notes uh, so sure. that other people can check it out i know there's a couple of them that i've added to like like my chill playlist when i'm trying For to sure. uh study that i'm like hey this is bryce's song <laughs>
1: yeah i'm gonna start yeah, and that's, that's another that thing cool. too, with my beats i'm gonna start just putting them out more like um putting out more beat tapes um or trying to get on like different uh playlists out there just getting myself out there like that um because I know like people like to listen to beats when they study or they're mm-hmm. working on something so I'm gonna start doing that too it's a whole market out there for that but
0: yeah yeah absolutely and I I did also want to just point out the fact that you shared like man like God really does give us different desires and when they line up with him like they really can be something that can not only bring him glory, but also like really inspire people or just be a refreshment to people. Like you said, whether it's through studying or working on something and being able to hear music that, you know, is inspired by someone who is trying to glorify God is just really inspiring too. And, um, you mentioned that through your HBCU experience, you felt like you really got that chance to kind of make the decision for yourself, like outside of the great influences of your, your family but really choose for you to wanna have that personal relationship with God and that happened through your HBCU experience. Can you talk a little more about that too?
1: Yeah. Um, So coming out of high school, when I graduated, I I made a promise to like myself and to God. I was like, all right, like when I graduate, I wanna find a church home at Tuskegee. I want to, and I wanna find like a Christian community because coming out of high school, like, I have, like, I didn't really have that. Um, so, I, like, like people who really, people my age that really care about, like, following God, like, they're devoted to it. Um, so, I get to Tuskegee, I started early. I started, I graduated in May from high school, and then I was already there in June for, because they had, like, a accelerated engineering program. Um, so, I, I was, like, two weeks later, I'm already in Tuskegee, and, um, during that summer, that's how I, like, got to know Josh, because he was there for football, um, and I had met him previously when I had visited, and, um, you know, he was telling me, like, yeah, like, you know, it's crazy, because he was, like, I always wanted, he wanted to invite me to church, but we couldn't leave campus,
0: because
1: um, we had no car, nothing like that, but, like, I would literally, like, <laughs> I would read my Bible, um, I was trying to read, like, every day, every other day, and then when I got to on Sundays, um, on Sundays, we couldn't leave campus. So i would ask my friends, like, hey, y'all, let's bring our Bibles to the laundromat on campus. Let's watch our let's wash our clothes and let's have like a Bible study. So I would like do that during the summer. Um, and I feel like I was really like just like I said, seeking after him, like seeking after him. And at the same time, like I kind of got caught up in all the the hype that comes, not even just with HBCU, just like college in general. Like when everybody got there in the fall, like campus is full, it's like all these different events, all these things to get into, everybody's there. Like, you know, just me getting caught up, you know, started going to parties and stuff. Um, And it was this one particular party I went to. um, At this point, it's like a month in to like the actual fall semester. So like, I kind of got distracted, stopped reading my Bible. I wasn't looking for a church. Just like, just distracted, you know. Um, and I went to this party and the party had got shut down early because it was about to be a really bad storm. Um, and we were all walking out the party and there was a drive by outside of the party. And I it was like literally like like a few yards away, probably like 50 yards away from me. Um, and I witnessed everything and uh, somebody was actually killed that night. So it was really, and it like literally after that happened, it just started pouring down rain. It felt like a movie scene because it, it just happened so quickly. You you hear the gunshots, but you're like, I never heard gunshots that close before. So I was kind of frozen for a second. Then I started running, and I'm trying to cover my friends. And and then after that, they drove away. Then it just started pouring down rain. It's lightning. We trying to run to get back to the dorms. It was it was crazy. Um, and the next the next day, I'm lying in bed, and you know, I'm just thinking to myself, like, I gotta, I gotta change, like, I gotta take this seriously, because that could have been me, Mm -hmm. Um, just be, either I could have been hit by a straight Mm -hmm. bullet, or just thinking about me going down a dark path, where they're looking for me, and people are trying to take my life, Mm -hmm. Um, and I know that's a little surreal, it's like, oh, that's kind of like, like you're taking it too far, but it's like, no, like that's how it starts. It just starts with a little bit, like a little distraction. It's was like, oh, it's okay. I can do this. And then you look down the line and you're in a whole different place. Um, And it's crazy because a year previous, like when I was in high school, my junior year, I went to a funeral in in, in Selma because my cousin was killed. Um, He was riding with his friends. He did music and he was riding with his friends. And um he was a good guy. He was he was a good kid, but they were looking for his friends. They shot up the car, and he gets shot in the head, his friends are still alive. So like it just it's just like being at the wrong place at the wrong time. And at that point, I was like, Yeah, it's just not worth it at this point. You know, people who go to parties, like, you know, no, no shade to them, but it's just like I felt that was my wake up call. Um, and that's when I started like just reaching out to to people I knew, um, started studying the Bible, got baptized, gave my life to God, and you know, and it's that's what I'm saying. Like that was my freshman year. So imagine what God has kept me from all throughout yeah. college. Like what I could have been, what I could have gotten myself into. Like getting caught up in situations with women, getting caught up in just being in bad situations. Also, I struggled with depression, and um, you know, after after I getting saved like somebody in the church like recommended like yo you should go to therapy so I started doing therapy my um senior year uh at Tuskegee so it's like dang like just think about what what if what if I didn't decide to change my life or like allow God to change my life like I could be in a whole different place I could be dead you just never know um or just feeling empty inside like people they on the outside they look like they have it all together and that you can get caught up in that too at an hbcu like they're always pushing like stuff your resume stuff your resume like do as much as you can like get involved as you can um like you're doing all these things but like at the end of the day like none of that matters like yeah. how's your soul you feel me like how is your mental health you know what I'm saying like people aren't taking care of that that stuff. Um, so yeah, I just feel like that really honestly saved my life, to be honest, it saved save my soul. So.
0: Yeah. 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 Glory to God for sure. Just to see how personally he's intervened in your life just to not only keep you safe, but also to like really show you how just to see how personal he was and keeping you safe but also like giving you the space to process through the the grief and the trauma of seeing those incidences or hearing about them and just being able to make a personal decision for you of like hey like no shame against people that want to party no shame against you know the choices that people make but just for you like being able to say no i I really do want to get to know God and like understand his word more and like work through things that I have a hard time with or questions that I have and being able to have friends in your life, like Nathan and Cortland and Josh, that were those positive influences to say, Hey, like you don't have to keep living like everyone else is on campus. Like you can choose a different path. And like, there's so much, there are so many amazing things that come with making that choice. Like,
1: Right,
0: 10 times better than sometimes what just like the average college student right. gets exposed to.
1: That's what made my Tuskegee experience like so great because I did it. I did it my way. Like I did it different. Like Cause from then on, I'm, I'm meeting other guys. Like I was an RA and, you know, I'm a sophomore there. Like I was in a freshman dorm. So like all the the freshmen, they're like looking up to me. I'm kind of like a big brother. So they're like coming to me, like talking to me. And it's like, you see how like, like, okay, like, yeah, there's parties. There's the football games. They're great. But like being at an HBCU, you see like, there are a lot of commonalities, like just broken families, like like men not having people to like help them be men. And you know, that's something I really pride myself in. I feel like that's something um, God has called me to do, like reaching out to young black men because there's so much, especially like we see now, like everything that happened last year, like everything that's going on with Black Lives Matter, everything that's going on with all these injustices, like, like black men need empowerment black men need to they need we need like help like we need Jesus like that's really what it comes down to um this world needs Jesus this country needs Jesus but like that's just one little thing i can give back is like how can i help like raise up men that are actual leaders um you know being having like a positive influence on other other young men that's something i did I try I pride myself on doing when I was at Tuskegee and I feel like that just made it better like I get text messages I get people dming me like yo like thank you like I will have bible studies with people I'm sharing my faith with people and like even if they don't even give their life to Christ the fact that they still hit me up like yo like when you did this at this time that really made a difference in my life because I was going through something like you know what I'm saying so I think that's what made it fulfilling for me um being like god using me to like help others and to bless others so yeah
0: yeah yeah like not just taking the like your relationship with god and being like okay you and me are good but actually being able to share that good news with other people and being able to see their lives change or even just them to be impacted by the love of Christ, like that they saw through you, like even if they didn't want to necessarily follow Jesus per se, they could see like, man, like Bryce cares and he loves me. And
1: yeah. And then if, if I can add one more thing, I really yeah, want to sure. just because this platform, like I really want to push um, the I want to emphasize like the importance of like therapy counseling mental health like like take care of your mental health like um a lot of people are like oh like you know jesus is all i need and like yes like jesus is very important like your relationship with god like he can but that's the whole point of therapy like like if you think about like you have all these different resources that god has given us um to get better mentally and i just feel like this whole pandemic and everything that's been going on like especially just black people in America, like with everything that happened last year, all the social injustices, like, you know, the protesting, like the speaking up, like having to like feel like you have to defend your back, like all parts around you, your friends, your family, like all of that, just it's, it really wears you down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would really encourage people who are listening, like to just go get therapy, talk to somebody, go get counseling. Like we took in a lot last year we took in so much last year, all the names that came out um, innocent black people who were killed um, due to brutality and injustices. And we're trying to fight for them and do reform for them and, and say their names. Like we don't really understand how much that's had an effect on our mental health. And we have to, you know, kind of code switch and put back on our, put our smiles back on our faces, go to work, raise our kids, you know, support our families and do all these things like, we got to make sure we're taking care of ourselves. Like I really encourage everybody to go seek counseling, seek therapy. You you know, even if you feel like you're in a good place, I just feel like it's just a good thing to do. Um, yeah. I, I've done it for over a year. I need to get back into it. Like now, that I switch schools, I find counseling um, here in Tallahassee. But my not, my senior year at Tuskegee, I feel like that really helped me. Like, and during the summer of 2020, when everything was was hot, you know, and a lot was going on. So, um, I really encourage people to, to seek that out.
0: Yeah. Thanks for just sharing those final charges to our audience. Yeah. One way I've heard it put is that like God can, through the Holy spirit, use human counselors to help heal different parts of our, like our mental health and our emotional Mm -hmm. health. And I just felt like that was a helpful way to think of it. Like, man, God can use these people who have studied this and have gone to school for it and have gone through life and experiences and they are passionate about it and want to help. And of course, being able to fact check those things against the scriptures, if you are a Christian and um, or if not just just having other people in your corner who you can balance those thoughts against and work through it. But Yeah I think there's just so many negative stereotypes sometimes with therapy. I know for me it's been really helpful. Um, I actually had session today so I'm thankful for it. Thank you so much Bryce just for sharing. Um, I I really am thankful that for your friendship to not only myself but my husband Mitch and um, just the impact that you've had on even the campus ministry so far. The impact that you've had on the campus ministry so far I think is a testament of the, the man you've become through these experiences and how you let that continue to shape the way that you treat and and take care of people wherever you move. So thank you and I
1: appreciate you.
0: <laughs> yeah man. I mean thank it.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I, I really appreciate appreciate you just allowing me to come in your space, come in your platform and chopping it up, having healthy conversations like this is. This is good. This was this was very fun. I appreciate it.
0: Man, what a great interview with Bryce, just sharing about his experience at Tuskegee University, getting to hear about his pursuit of his dreams, like music and engineering, despite people's thoughts of going to a historically Black college and university, getting to learn about his healing journey through faith and counseling, and just his passion for wanting to prioritize taking care of his mental health. If you want to follow more about Bryce's journey, you can follow him on Instagram at BryceBigSmooth87. And if you'd love to check out his EP, you can on Spotify at The Deep End by Big Smooth, which is one word. All that information will be linked in the show notes, and we look forward to catching you on our next interview.